Beyond the Ranch with Jay Gannon from Find the Ranch. Welcome to Beyond the Wrench. I am your host, Jay Ganinen. And before we get started, I want to remind you that we're putting on our first ever virtual conference called Tech Mission. Tech Mission is a two-day conference with the first day being focused on automotive and the second day on diesel. Join us on October 7th and 8th as we take the time to listen to techs and brainstorm on how to make the lives of techs better. Now on to the podcast, and for today's podcast, I am so happy to be able to get Marion Miller on the show. Marion is the president of Complete Marketing Resources and Jasper Websites. She is a marketing whiz and one of the best when it comes to customer service. And as, as you'll hear, Marion is full of energy and always a pleasure to talk to. And Marion, good morning. How are you doing today? Absolutely fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. Yes, I'm really excited to get you on. I always have a blast talking to you. So I think uh, our podcast will be uh, very similar to what our conversations are. So why don't we start off by having you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get into this business? Well, it was quite, uh, it was an accident. What I decided to do is open up an online marketing agency. So every single company out there had access to someone who could streamline their expenses and increase their market visibility by having access to someone who was in their pocket as it were and could spend their money as if it belonged to them. So looking at their needs, their desires or goals and looking at their marketing opportunities, how would I spend that money if it belonged to me and if it was my needs, my goals, because that's how I did it for every person I worked for. So if I could do that for lots of different companies then I could streamline their expenses and increase their opportunities, easy peasy. I happened to um, purchase a website design company that had one customer that was um, a Jasper Engines and Transmissions company. I ended up doing a website for them and then they had, um, they introduced me to another company. I did their website. They ended up being on the Jasper marketing team for their advisory committee. And um, by the end of that term of that first year, whenever we increased their results quite dramatically, and we, they discovered they didn't need to do yellow pages because that wasn't working for them because we showed them the numbers in the back due to their Google results and some other things. And we were able to show them those things. At that point in time, he said, I will I'm, I want to spend more money with you, Mary. And I said, well, you don't need to because that money is in your pocket. He's like, well, I don't understand. You don't want my money. I said, I would love to have your money if it would do you any good. If it's not going to do you any good, the whole point is to put more money in your pocket, Scott. At Westerville Automotive, he, he, he just didn't quite know what to do with that. <laughs> like, That's a beautiful yeah, thing. He's like, no one does that. Who does that? I said, well, stop. I took your money and couldn't do anything with it. Now, what kind of marketing person would I be? I mean, you've got to get results for those money, right? I mean, that's why you stop advertising with Yellow Pages, correct? He goes, yeah. I said, well, if I have something new that you use that's going to help you increase your results, then I'll call you and explain it to you and see if you like the idea. If you like the idea, we'll, we'll go on board with that. But until then, put that $1,200 in your pocket. And it just absolutely blew him away. Who does that? <laughs> right, right. And that's that's a that's a really really good business. And I, I, I think that's where it's it's cool to have you on today because I think, you know, being a partner of Finder Wrench and of Jasper, you know, we we've really got a, a cool community of of people. And and I think you are such a, a role model for me and for a lot of people in the business on not only the marketing side, but how you run your business in general. And, and I think uh, it, that's the, the ultimate compliment to a person is just how, how well you run your business, how organized you are, and then just having that desire to you know, help, help our customers make more money as a result of, of doing things right. And I, I, I think when it comes down to it, that's your core of who you are helps drive all of this, right? Well, in my opinion, if you don't do business with the anticipation of helping somebody else to gain new business, if that's not your true desire at the end of mm. the day, then why are you in business? Because yeah. to me, I may not be making as much money as I could be making. We discussed that before. I could, I could charge people a whole lot more for my services, but why would I do that? If I'm making good money now, and if I'm able to save my customers money, if my goal is to help them grow their business, which is what it should be, if that's my true goal, yeah. and if that's the way I need to run my business, then why, why do it differently? Because to me, that's, that's gaining me results. That's gaining me friends. That's winning me friends and influencing people, as Dale Carnegie teaches you. Yes. You know I mean, because to me, that's just part of who I am at, at the end of the day. 
I give them access to me by giving everybody my cell phone number. And they, that, that surprises people more than what I can even tell you. No one can ever reach out to anybody, but when they can reach out to the owner of the company anytime they want to when they're horseback riding up a mountain, that just blows their mind for some reason. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, your whole point is you're supposed to be able to, if you have a question and I can answer that question in five minutes and get someone else working on it in five minutes, then instead of you emailing me and then me emailing you back and getting back to you at a later date, you don't have to answer your question immediately. Then why wait? I mean, why not give you that answer in five seconds? Why, I mean, it it's, makes no sense for us all to wait and have to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth when a simple conversation solves the problem. That makes no sense to me. That's right. just stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And I, I love your approach. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm a similar way, I feel like, where if, if somebody needs to reach out to me, uh, it, it's very, you know, you want to be an open book and you want to be able to, to talk with your customers whenever they need you. So I, I applaud you for that. I think, again, you set the example and the standard uh, for the rest of us in the industry to, to be able to do that. Now, how big of a percentage or how much of your business is shops, would you say? About 95% right 95%. now. 95%. We've got some We've got some government contracts. We've got some normal companies uh, that we have about some corporate companies we have out there as well. But over the last eight years of our 11 years in business, we have gotten more dramatically invested in the automotive industry. I've done a lot of seminars. I've done a lot of um, traveling with Jasper Engines and visiting shops all over the United States. As an example, in 2016 alone, I was gone um, 30 weeks of the year, wow. just visiting shops all over the United States. I was actually in California during the election itself uh, the week before and the week after the election i was in in california which was kind of interesting in and of itself but um just to kind of put that out there but um the whole mindset is that if, if you talk to the shops you understand what their needs and what their desires are and what their goals are and everybody's different some people's goals are more business some people's goals are to streamline their business but at the end of the day they want it easy because a lot of our, our shop owners are technicians and they were technicians and then they got the opportunity to buy the shop and own the shop. And so what they need is easy as the day is long. They want to keep their expenses down because they need to take more money home at the end of the day. You know, so if we can help them with that and help them with more tips on how they can grow their business, not just online and marketing, but as a whole. You know, one of the things I tell my shops, which has nothing to do with marketing whatsoever, is that if they are out there and they're doing and they're, they have a, a loaner car as an example, whether it's on the books or off the books, and they just give someone the keys to the vehicle they have. You know, if you have that car and, and someone gets in it and drives around the back of the shop, if they hit somebody and kill them, are you covered? And, and that's just kind of putting it out there black and white. And they're like, well, I don't think so. Well, we have a form for that that we've gathered from all the different shops we've been to and from the legal people that we've gone to and stuff. And that has nothing to do with our business model, but it does have something to do with my model of me taking care of my shops and making sure that everybody's covered or they do business with us or not. So we, we send that out to every shop we talk to that actually has a loaner vehicle on or off the books, you know, whether it's someone that they have for friends or not, because it allows them to be covered legally whenever someone's actually using their vehicle, you know, because we want them to make sure that in any way possible, if we have an opportunity to help them grow or, or distance themselves from any kind of legal obligation, we want to make sure it's, it's possible for them to take care of themselves. That is cool. And I, I couldn't agree with you more in the sense that the the technician, uh, the shops in which a technician has taken over, it is a little bit overwhelming for them, right? And that they're really good at working on that car, but some of the other stuff that it takes some it takes some time to get used to it and time to learn it. And and the more that you bring resources to them, and I I love the fact that you do that because it's not it's not like selling them on something. It's an actual resource that, that they can use to help them in their business and, and potentially save their business at some point. So I, Absolutely. yeah, I, I, uh, I love that. So I, how do we, how do we do this? How do we go about really kind of working with you or in not so much just like a, a an advertisement, if you will, but more of a uh, what are some things when, when you go out and see these shops and maybe when you, take on a new customer that you see that they're struggling with? Well, the first thing I do is I don't sell advertising. I don't sell marketing, actually, which is kind of unusual in the marketplace as, as a whole. What I do is I facilitate education. So I go in and I'm like, okay, so I'm here to help you to either grow what you already have. And if you happen to need someone to do your marketing for you or someone to do your website for you, I can help you with that. But let's first talk about what you do currently, how you're doing it, and what we can do to help you with what you already have 
or help you educate you as to what you need if you need anything at all because you may not need anything at all you may just need a few things tweaked on what you currently have and that's fine too you know are you ada compliant because if you're not ada compliant on the website you have currently right now then you're at risk of being sued you know or is your google my business in your name do you have access to that because you need to have access to that 100 percent and be an owner of your google my business listing which costs you nothing yeah. It takes me five minutes to do for you. And if I'm doing that for you for five minutes, it's not going to cost you anything. I just want to get that done for you real quickly. And I'll do that as a courtesy while I'm there visiting you. It takes me literally five minutes. So why would I not do that for you at no cost? You know, I love that. so it's really, really simplistic to do. Uh, those are the things I ask them really quickly on your Facebook. Do you, are you the owner of your Facebook page? If not, you need to be the administrator and owner of your Facebook page because otherwise if someone leaves your business and they're the administrator, mm -hmm. you no longer have access to your business Facebook page, you know, on your URL address, do you currently own that or is someone else own it? Are you renting the content on your Facebook, on your website page or do you own that, that content? You know, do you have a, a website that has, content for the provider that you have on it and anything on that about you yourself or is it just about the provider that you have is it an ac delco side a napa side that just has napa on it and has a, a just a paragraph about you or does it have a lot more information about you because you could actually expand that information if you want to keep what you have currently you can actually send them more information about you and personalize that site that you have currently if you like what you have and don't want to change it add these pieces to it you know, those are things you can do and keep what you already have. I can give you a, a washer list of what you can do with what you currently have. And, and that's what I generally do when I go there. Now, what we do is different with, than what everybody else does out there because what we do is we sync up everything that you have. We give you a website. We actually sync up your Facebook, your, your Google My Business, and all your other online directories of everything that you have and make it all sync together. So if we put an article on your website, it actually feeds into your Facebook and feeds into your Google My Business and to your LinkedIn as well. And so that where it actually puts a, a, um, a backlink from those products into your, into your website. So if you're reading something on Facebook on any of our programs, it actually, you, went, you go to read more on Facebook, it actually takes you to the article on the website itself. And so that ties everything together. So it's cylindrical. Yeah, I, uh, you, you hit on something there that I think is so important to, especially uh, uh, the independent shops of the world, right? Is that so many of these guys have such a cool story to tell and then they, they don't actually get that story out there, right? And I, I, I yeah. talk to these guys every day, guys and gals, every day that are doing this and they like you said they're they're promoting their ac delco or napa or whatever yeah. which i'm sure you know that's fine but when you make that the the priority you're not selling them you're selling you and that helps you sell them yeah. so uh, do you when you when you talk about that is that an important piece of that is to to get their story out if you can talk about who you are, people do business with people that they know. So they know who you are, what you do, why you do it, then that's a defining factor what makes them pick you over a different shop that's out yeah. there. They want to know, if you're Napa, that's great. I mean, you're a Napa shop, that's fantastic. That's a piece of the sum total of who you are. If you're a Jasper site, that's a piece of the sum total of who you are. Those pieces are part of your search engine optimization. They're part of the extra pieces that make up who you are. You know, so on a website that like we have, we have shops that are Napa, that do AC Delco, that are Jasper engines and transmissions. And those are all pages within the complex of what they have. But they also have a page about diesel, they have a page about Cummins, Duramax, PowerStroke. They have a page about, if they have a, uh, they do alignments, they have a page on alignments, they have a page on tires, they have a page on all the different services and products that they have as well. And they also have a pages about who they are. They have a pages on the different products and services that are out there in it, in, uh, over and above that. If they're woman owned, there's peace on that. If they're veteran owned, there's peace on that. Are they, um, are, and they're, it's completely ADA, so it's, it's able to be read by the readers that are out there so they really can get sued out there. And there's a disclaimer on there that says, hey, if you have any problem with our website, call Marion, basically, versus them, because they don't want to be called. <laughs> or get this email and, and, and let's, get, let's, let's talk you through what the problem is so that we can get that fixed. Because it's very, very important to us that you have a completely seamless transition when you're using our website. Wow. I, I love that. And then every two years we go back and contact the shops. And this is the part that's frustrating because every now and then I'm like, come on guys, I need five minutes of your time so I can update the pages because I'm giving you a complimentary upgrade to the faster and newer program to more pages. And all I need is five minutes to make sure these extra pages that I think you qualify for that you actually have in your shop that we didn't have 
couple years ago that we just developed here recently. I want to add them to your website so you have more pages for more search engine optimization. Well, not only not only that too. Sorry, Marion. I the, one of the things that I I think is underrated in what you do in not compared to everybody else, but you you do a really good job at this in getting to know the shops is yeah. is being able to help them build trust with their clients, right? And, and having that story out there, having some of that familiarity, so it's not just a one page website that doesn't really give you a lot. The more you can build trust with them, and and let's face it, in our industry, that's a that's a big big piece, and and that's where people go at first when they're looking for a shop is is the internet. Now it's different, like you said, it's not the yellow pages anymore. It's it's uh, they they can. They can see inside your soul, if you will, uh, by looking at your website. So I, I, I think that's uh, that's such an under undervalued thing that you do is is bring that trust level out. What you got to remember too is yes, and whenever um, someone recommends you, that is absolutely the best marketing that you have out there. But you got to remember, if someone recommends somebody to me, I'm going to go online to find out how to get there because they're not going to tell me how to get there. They're going to say, "Hey, go see Tom over there at Tom's Truck Service," you yeah. know, or go see, go see Ethel and her her team over there at at the, at the diesel shop. Okay, fine. But I'm going to Google it to find out how to get there. So I'm putting it in my phone so I can get there. So when I go to it, I'm going to look at the reviews. And then what they also don't do is when you look at the reviews, like, oh, crap, well, Ethel said it's really good, but all I see are bad reviews here. You know, so what you've got to do is you got to do a couple of things. A lot of people don't realize you can contest reviews now because Google has decided that they, maybe they should pay attention to the people that have businesses. And if there's a bad review out there, that maybe it's, it's an unjustified review. Mm -hmm. You know, so you can contest those. There's a way to do that, but you don't know it if you don't look at your reviews and you need to ask for the review. A lot of people, if you'll ask them, say, hey, it's really important to us if we have reviews and we would really appreciate your assistance in giving us a good review. If you would help us with that, we'd really appreciate that. And you can't pay for a review. You can't give them a kudo for a review or a free oil change for a review. But what you can do is ask for the review. If you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it every single time. But on every single email that you send out to a customer, if you ask for that review, if you ask for them in person while they're there and say, you know, hey, we're really working hard on trying to get our Google reviews out there. And if you could help us with that, that'd be fantastic. We'd appreciate that. Hmm. That's going to help you diffuse any kind of bad reviews you have out there. And if you get a good, bad review, you know, if you're my people, you'll call them and say, hey, Mary, I got a bad review. And if you're my people on the on, on our uh, bigger programs that we have, and I don't mean big programs like thousands of dollars. I mean, like on our 300 or $200 packages, yeah. we check the reviews for you. And if you get a bad review, we call you and let you know there's a bad review out there. What do you want us to do with that? Do you want us to contest it for you or not? And um, we, we had one that was really cute was in California. And when we gave him a really, really bad review, and I called him, it was on a Saturday morning. He was getting ready to go to Cancun on vacation. <laughs> he called me back. He goes, Marion, thank you. I said, what was the deal, man? He said, well, what happened was is that my guys ran over a skunk when they were test driving the car. So they got detailed, and they thought they got it all out. But evidently, the next morning when it was hot out, oh, no. when she got in the car, she thought that they were smoking pot in the car. Smoking pot in the car. Well, that's not good, buddy. <laughs> no, I called her up and I, I, I explained it to her. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. So she went back on and changed the review for me. I got a five-star review. Man. Thanks. I'm going to Cancun today. I'm here just petting on the horses before I... And thinking about it, going, I'll be damned. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that one before, Mary. That is that is good. Oh, that was good. That was really. And then the other one that was really good in Florida was we had a guy that down there, and it was Citrus Transmission down in Florida. And he said um, he had a lady come in, and she's like, "Yeah, I need the part fixed." And he said, "Well, I can't get it in until until the weekend. So I need money for I can fix it. You want to take it home?" She goes, "No, I got a lady living with me for free, and she can drive me around this weekend. I ain't got that much to do." He goes, "Okay, that's fine." Well, that woman called and cussed him like a sailor. <laughs> and then that weekend, she put all kinds of bad reviews up and called me. Was Mary, what am I going to do? And so I, we went ahead and petitioned that one as well and got that one taken off as well. And come to find out, the woman who was living with her decided that if she was being inconvenienced by having to drive that woman around. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that review got changed, too, because uh, the woman that she was living with found out about it when, at the end of the day. And uh, she said, you need to stay here. And, and behave yourself and, and do a good review or you can go ahead and get the heck out of my house. It's <laughs> so like, Lord have mercy. These people are crazy. How, so how do you, what, what, when a shop is asking for reviews, who's done it the best? I mean, is there, there's gotta be some rock star shops out there that, 
have done a good job at getting reviews. And even from, from a finder wrench standpoint and what we do through finder wrench and Wrenchway, it's one of the things we struggle with and it's because we don't prioritize it. Right. And I think that's one of our biggest issues, but what, what do you see from, from shops or businesses in general that, that do just an outstanding job at getting people to do a Google review? Well, the best one I ever saw was this, this normal shop out there and it was a young guy and he was a really, really young guy. And he said, we're old and we're needy. Please help us. We need a Google review. <laughs> a big old giant piece of paper on the back of the computer up front. And people were just laughing and they, they were hitting the reviews. He got all kinds of reviews real fast. So he made it fun though, right? Like he made not it. not old or young. Yeah. He goes, but I need it. I need it. I need it bad. <laughs> I, I like that approach. It's different. And then we had somebody else, you know, because everybody has these Yelp review things. Like everybody, Yelp used to send everybody these little stickers. And so they have, I need a Yelp review. Well, tear the dadgum Yelp review thing up your windows because Yelp ain't helping you a yeah. bit. You need Google reviews, people. Google reviews is where it's you at. Do. So get a Google review sticker and put it on the back. Anywhere the customer's going to sit and look at all, you need to put it right there. Like behind, if your computer's right there on the screen on the desk, put it right there. You know, put it where they're going to sign something out on the, on the desk right there on the, on the table. Put it up at the door when they go in and out of the door is where you need to do it. But you need to physically, if they're saying, oh, my God, thank you so much. I really appreciate what you've done for me. Uh, it's awesome you get us in like this. And you know what would really, really help us if you would do us a Google review because we really need all the help we can get on Google. And that's going to help us so much in bringing new customers in because they don't know how good of a job we do. And if you really think we did great, then let's help somebody else find us too. Do you, do you have trouble with having people navigate Google reviews? Uh, and, and the reason I ask is that's actually been something for uh, for, for our company here where we will get people at like, oh my goodness, we loved what you did. We want to leave you a review. And then we never get the review. And we, we found that they were really struggling once they got to Google to, to find out how to do that. Okay. So what we do for our customers is on their website, we have a straight link on the very front page. Mm. They go straight to Google to that review section specifically. We also have it on the reviews page. And then we also have it, we have it on, on, on our emails. You see the emails I send you, says, we'd love a Google review. It has a link right there too. Ah. So we tell them you know, if they want to do it that way, it goes straight to that to that review section where it says leave a review right there. It's a hot link to it specifically. I love that. I, I it, This is, I'm, I'm learning, I'm taking notes as we're talking here, Marion, because I'm like, ah, you know what? This really pertains to not only shops, but this is just general business. It's everybody. I mean, you got to remember, if you, if you take it to, to Google, then that's not helping you whatsoever. You can take it to that review section. We have a maps link. We have a Google link for it specifically for the review piece of it, because that's where they need to go. You need to make it hot links to the right specific location because it's a problem for people. And um, like I said, whenever you just go to that, they, they don't really know how to get there otherwise. Mm. And we've taken Yelp completely off all of our websites. I, I actually like that. I For me, I don't really use Yelp at all. Uh, I've, I've had the, the app downloaded, but I've never really used it. it. It is straight to Google for me for everything. I, you know, you Google well, there's it. There's two reasons for that. One, if you're not a, if you're not a registered Yelp user, then your, your actual review will go to unrecognized reviews, whether it's good, bad, or medium. So we take, when we go, when we do websites and we put the reviews on the website, we actually put physically put every review on a website under reviews so that we can read the reviews themselves on our, on our, on our custom sites. On those sites, we'll go to Yelp and we'll go to unrecognized reviews and get the reviews from there as well because that's, we have to find them down there hidden on the bottom but because um, you, you can't see them there. And our shops absolutely detest Yelp. They can't stand it because they get all they have is bad reviews and then Yelp calls them up and says, well, I can fix your reviews if you'll, if you'll advertise. And then they'll advertise for $500 a month and they won't get any review sticks whatsoever. And it's just, it's, just, it's, a, it's a sore spot for the shops and it should it be. It is. You can advertise. You can you can do a website, do all your directories, and do articles on your website to go into all of your different Facebook and everything for less than four hundred dollars a month. So why not do that instead, and, and, and cease the pain and suffering? And that take care of Yelp and Yellow Pages and White Pages and Google and everything else. And if you want someone to answer your reviews, you add another fifty bucks on there, and, they, and we answer your reviews. You know, so I mean, in most of our programs, we have built custom programming now, so that we're when we. We had um, our staffs were doing the um, the Facebook programs and had people doing their Facebook articles on there and stuff like that. And they were doing it. And you see the articles will go to carcare.org or AAA and stuff like that. I said, well, why are you doing it that way? Because you've got things going on your Facebook, which is great, but it's not personalized. It's not going back to your Facebook. It's not doing any good. It's just stuff. Mm. And if I got stuff on my Facebook, it's taken into AAA and carcare.org, then that's not helping me whatsoever. No. 
I said, so this is going back to my website. That's helping me with the backlink. It's giving me information on SEO on my website and stuff like that. If the article is actually on my website, that's helpful. I said, so what we needed to do, I said, I'll build a program. And so we built a program. And when we built the program, we charged them $150 a month for three articles a week to go on their website, to go into their Facebook and go into their Google My Business. And my shops are like, well, that's not charging enough because I'm paying $400 a month. I'm paying $300 a month just for Facebook. I said, well, I can do it for that because I've got, I've got a lot of people on the program. I said, and I'm, I've got it automated. Mm. I can set it up and it can be random, it can be personalized, and it's automated. All those things together. I said, so if I can do it for 150, shut up. <laughs> Just take it. <laughs> shut up. And that was much of a lot of motive. Tom McClure, he's like, but Marion, it's not enough. I said, Scott, my new guy's going to whoop you to death. <laughs> That's why I love you, Mary. <laughs> you got to make money, Mary. And I said, I'm making money, Scott. Just shut up. I said, you, you got to be fair and, and equitable to people. I said, if you're making, if you're doing something and if you can do it at that price point, and that's a fair price point. You feel it's fair, then then and then that's the right price point to go in at. Yeah, I said so. I I feel like that's a good price point. So leave me alone. I love it. Have, so so I tell people that down there, like, where is he at? I'll go beat him up now. <laughs> <laughs> I see he's in Ohio. When you drive through Ohio, be nice. Be nice. Yes, just be nice. Yes, <laughs> <in> Ohio. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Have you worked with a shop that, and you don't don't say names, but have you worked with a shop that maybe has earned? bad reviews, right? Or uh, consistently maybe just doesn't have the best customer service or has some issues in that regard where it goes to even a more broad conversation than just the website. Uh, have you ever run into that? We have, but then the, actually having the reviews and paying attention to the reviews has helped them to fix that issue. I love it. Because what happens is a lot of times your management and your ownership and the, and the people that are working in the shop, none of that syncs together because a lot of times you're busy working inside your office and you don't pay attention to things that are going on. So you don't realize what's happening. And so whenever you start understanding that, hey, these reviews, your reviews are based on these facts and you find out what's going on. And then you have the opportunity to look up your customer base and say, okay, this is a valid customer. This actually happened. And you call the customer up and you try to mitigate the situation and say, hey, you know, we found, I know this happened and let's, let's fix Let's work our way through this and let's fix this for you because we don't, this is not the way our shop wants to do business. And you find out all the information behind it, who, the, who, what, where, and when. And then, okay, I've, I've got a problem. I'm, I need to fix it. How do I fix it? And then you start mitigating that. And then you realize that, you know, it's because of situations that are out there. We have, we have a shop. Um, basically, I went in and visited this shop. And um, I said, look, buddy, you, you need to clean this up. Mm. I said, you know, you got Gatorade bottles all over the place. This place was like crap. No woman's going to come in here and sit down inside the shop. I said, if you clean this up, if you get some things fixed here, if you'll, if you'll weed eat out here, I said, in, in a coat of paint, I said, I promise you your business will be better in six months. Wow. And now he's doing phenomenally well. Uh, and he's, I mean, he's doing very, very, very well now, and that, which is great. And that's part of the problem. That's part of the reviews he had. You know, people went down there and they just felt like they, no one cared about what their business was doing. He uh, turned his computer on, you know, and it, it, it fixed it all up. I mean, he just, he, he was just in a, in a funk and didn't realize what his environment looked like from outside looking in because he was inside it looking out and just, just, just busy working on cars. Uh, too busy working in the business rather than on the business. Right. And, and trying exactly. yeah. and, and you don't, and, and, and you don't really realize that because you're so busy doing that day to day to day to day, that you don't get out and just go, okay, let me, let me stop, stop for a minute. Just look what's happening here. You know, uh, and, and you don't pay attention until someone comes up and just really just, you know, throws a glass of water in your face. Yeah. You know, and, and I was willing to do that and I don't, I didn't care to lose the business because he needed the help. Yeah. And that help helped him greatly. And it's awesome. He's turned into a phenomenal customer and a friend actually. So that's been, that was great. He's happy. I'm happy. We're all happy. We do. Uh, and this is where I, I see so many parallels between you and I, Mary, and, and, and I, I've never been one to shy away from talking to a shop, uh, you know, if they're trying to get a technician and they're maybe not paying what they should, or mm -hmm. they're not even competitive. Uh, and I, I hope this gets across to my team too, because that's, that's very much what we're trying to do in terms of that consultation side of saying, Hey, listen, we could, we could, you could pay us to do this, but if you just flat out don't have a competitive offering, you're not going to get anybody there in the first place. And this is where, I think it's just wonderful to have folks like you on the podcast to help these shops run a more profitable operation yeah. so that they're able to pay pay techs what they're 
what their value is. And, and so that candid feedback, in my opinion, is invaluable. I mean, that, that we need more people like you, Marion, to be able to, to, to tell a shop when something isn't quite right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where your services and what you do is so much more broad than just websites. You're, you're doing so much for the industry. And that's, I, I truly, truly admire that about you. Well, it's not, it's not, everybody says, well, this is conflict. It's, it's not conflict. It's, it's assisting the shop to, to see how they can grow. It, yeah. The bottom line is just, you know, hey, you want to grow. And if you want to grow, these are the things you can do to fix what you've got going on. And by the way, if you decide you want a website, I'm here. And we can absolutely help you grow in marketing. If you want to, if you just want a website that's up there, just, just sitting there so they can find out how to get to your place and what you do specifically, we have that. And that's really, really affordable, less than a hundred bucks. If you want one that, that's going to market and do lots and lots of aggressive um, growth for you for search engine optimization, we can do that. I mean, we've done we've got shops to spend up to a thousand dollars. We don't have anybody spends more than a thousand dollars because they don't need to. And mm-hmm. and that shop I had a conversation with the other day. I said, can we spend less? Because I don't, <laughs> you know, he's number one. He's number one in the industry for Jasper engines and transmission sales. Uh, he has been for the last three years. Uh, the, the top 100 shops came out, and he, Permian Basin is still number one. Wow. You know, um, I'm like, you're still number one, buddy. You, you want to ease up a little bit? No. <laughs> I love no. the aggressive approach. No. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I mean, if we can save you some money and, and, and do some different things, and then we can do No. <laughs> it's like, okay, 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 okay. Well, so so when you go through and, you know, you're, you're having that initial visit and you kind of, you get a feel for what you want to do for a shop's website, when you start putting it together, what, what do you look at as far as an effective call to action of, of where you want to send their customer to when they, when they get to that website? Well, first thing we do is I go through and I have all the brands and services and products that they might have, you know, so I'll go through all of that, you know, like, you know, who are you? What do you do? What do you have? And I have a whole checklist of that. I mean, I've got like 80 different things that are on there for pages. You know, I have all the car brands and stuff, which is normal. And then I'm like, okay, now let's talk about the exotic brands. Do you have like mm-hmm. smart cars? Do you have do you do classic cars? And do you do, um, you know, all the European brands? We go through those because those are extra brand pages that they may or may not have. And some get really excitable about this. No, no, <laughs> no. And some are like, I don't want to talk about it, but I'll do it if I have to. But I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then we got heavy duty diesels, regular diesels, that kind of thing, performance cars. Do you do, uh, do, you do radiators and stuff like that? Do you do towing or do you have a company that's towing for you? That kind of stuff. And based on the conversation and on those brands, I know more about what their exciting spots are. I love my classic, do a lot of classic work, you know, we do paint work, this, that, and the other. Then I'm like, okay, what are your favorite things to work on? And what are your highest price point pieces that you want to do more of? And based on those conversations, you know, how long you've been in business, you know, a third generation, I'm, I'm a third generation uh, business here. Well, then we need to have that. That needs to be part of your call to action on the front page because that is a banner is your third generation serving, serving this community, you know, for X, Y, Z years. Yeah, that's huge. And then I want a picture, and that's one. That's when the conversation breaks down. I don't want a picture. I hate my, my picture being taken. I'm like, oh my god, come on now. It won't. It won't hurt for very long, you know, because it, it, it's just a bless their hearts. Now, if I if I actually go to visit a shop, if I'm actually on tour and I'm visiting a shop, I I, I have to push them into it, and I can do that really really well. I'm kind of aggressive that way. Come on, yeah. just, just stand over here for a second. I got. Oh, I got. See, it's not so bad. Look, well, that's not too bad. I'm like, I told you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we get pictures then for sure, you know, or, or the Jasper reps there, I tell them to go pick, get some pictures outside the shop. And sometimes they'll work out pretty good. Sometimes they don't, you know, but, um, and I'll stalk them online, get everything I can online, that kind of thing. So I, I got a good idea of who and what they are that way as well. And then we, if you want diesel, we do some diesel stuff. If you want to talk about, you know, your, your brakes or hybrids and that kind of stuff, we do that. But the main, most that I want to do on the front page on the banner itself is I want to talk about something personal. You know, what you do, what's, what's the best thing that you do, what makes you different than all the rest of the shops. And they usually have one or two things that make them different. It's the point of pride for them, you know. You know, we're the best at this, we're the best at that, you know. It's, it's something that they absolutely have, uh, is, a, is a touch point in there somewhere for them. And to figure out what's unique about them in general, right? And that, that's, I've given presentations before where uh, one of the common things I'll do is, is uh, have have people that are in the audience when we could have audiences, right? Uh, a little different right now, but yep. have people raise their hand. And when I say, you know, a benefit, right? So uh, a lot of our stuff is around hiring. So if somebody's, you know, do you provide uniforms, raise your hand and everybody raises their hand. And do you do, do you provide insurance and three quarters of the people raise their hand? And mm-hmm. like, you just keep going through. And I said, you know, 
this is what you guys need to understand is that there's some things that just aren't really that unique, uh, that you need to figure out what makes you unique and what's different about you and what's going to make you stand out from the crowd for customers, for technicians, employees in general. Uh, you know, I, I think what you said right there uh, really struck a chord with me because it's so true. Yeah. I, it is so incredibly true. Do you have a gumball machine in your, in your lobby? Who has put your hand up? Right. Do you have a, um, a a grill in the back in the backyard and have and do you grill hot dogs in, 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 any any time at all? Do you ever have steaks for dinner for for, for the crew? Because mm. a lot of my shops have a lot of my shops have have grills in, in the um, back in the back. Yeah. How often do you grill that sucker? How often do you light that grill back there? Because that's a big deal. Because the guys that the, the, if you have grills and, and you actually have dinner together back in the back. And you fire up that grill. Have y'all ever gone on a fishing trip together? Because they actually do those kinds of things. That means they're a team environment versus yes. they work together. And that mentality changes the whole thing. And that needs to be part of the hiring process because that means that they're more than just technicians and boss. That means that they kind of do things together and that makes them unique. And that needs to be part of that. that, that this is who we are. Like here, we, we have dinner on Fridays, you know, so that that's, I put that on my list. Yeah, I love it. And I think what you do and and i think customers like to see it too is that you're promoting the team you're promoting the you know the work environment there and that's not just for the employees but for the customers to see it as well that yeah. you know those pretty cool cultures that are out there and you know i we work with companies from the huge gigantic companies all the way down to the smallest mom and pops and I say it all the time there's there's some mom and pops i would much rather work for than uh, some of the big big companies uh, because they have some of that culture that you're not able to get somewhere else. And, and the more that you're able to convey that and really, you know, if it's a, if you're a smaller shop and you can put together and package, which is what you do package kind of that story uh, to get it across on your website. I just, mm -hmm. I think you're, you're, you're putting yourself over and above what most shops do. Well, to me, I mean, if, if I don't know something about you, like your son had a car accident, or if I don't know something about you, like, you know, y'all grew up here, you moved here instead. I know all those things because I have a conversation with you. I, I don't call and say, okay, you're going to have this package, you're going to do this, and goodbye, see you later. Right. Because I have conversations with my people because I need to know who you are and what you're doing, you know, and typically we have those conversations and they know I can call me when they want to, and then they do, you know, uh, it's just, that's just how it works here because, and that's why we're not a huge, huge company yet. You know, we're, we're a nice size company, but we're yeah. not huge yet. And I don't want to be huge yet. I mean, I don't want to be huge in five more years, you know, but the mentality that I'm growing here in my office with my team and my girls and my guys is that, you know, Hey, you need to know who you're talking to. Yeah. You need to be able to remember at least something about them when they call up, you know, like, Oh, oh you're from over here. You do this, this, and this. Oh, I remember you now. Okay. Cool beans. Yeah. Now, Rudy's Elogies is a little bee shop that doesn't have a whole lot going on in Florida, you know, but they like old cars down in Florida. You know, I mean, just, just, just stuff like that, you know, and I don't remember names a whole lot because I went to Del Carnegie for that and I flunked that section. <laughs> I, that, another thing we're, we have in common, Marion. No. I mean, I'm like, I went for that whole, that's why I went to Del Carnegie for that. And I'm like, that didn't work out real well, you know? <laughs> And how to influence people. I got that down pat. You massage your shoulders, man. And it's all good. They're like, oh my God, I love you. I'm like, well, yeah, because I massage your shoulders. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> you know, but it's, I mean, to me, if, if you give people good service, if, if you have ethics and integrity, if you're always looking for ways to make it better for them and you're not charging them too much money because you're, you're trying to make sure you streamline things. And if every now and then you tell them, no, they can't spend money with you because they don't need to, I mean, because mm -hmm. they, they don't. And if you call them up and say, look, this is what you need to do because this is something different that you need to have. And if, if it's truly what they need to have, then that's the way to do business. And if I, if I continue to have fun every time I call someone and talk to them, then I'm in the right business doing the right thing on the right day. The day that stops happening, the day I stop enjoying myself is the day I need to look to do something different. Boy, isn't that the truth? And, and that's kind of the way I'm doing it. You know, we talked to a guy the other day and, um, and he, he, had, he knew that he had to stop. He had to go ahead and wait till after June to go ahead and start with us because in July, his contract came up for renewal with Net Driven. Well, Net Driven evidently has a new program where basically you sign up with them, you have, you have a window 60 days before that contract that you have to put your, your, your signed, um, to sign up and say, okay, I'm gonna cancel and have a letter written to them 60 days beforehand. 
And if you don't do that in that 60 day window, it's automatically renewed, period. No ifs, ands, or buts, no, no, no callbacks, no nothing. And so he emailed them and told them that, he called them and told them that, but he didn't write a letter of cancellation specifically to them in regards to that within that 60 day window, he did that 90 days before. So therefore his contract got renewed without his knowledge or, mm -hmm. or approval. And so he has to wait till next year now. So we're building his website for him anyways and using his co-op and Jasper Bridges and transmissions to get that done. So when next year he'll be ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, that is wrong. That is wrong. That's I mean, it's so not the right way to do it. When you do stuff like that, I mean, do you think he's ever going to want to go do business with him ever again? Do no. you think he's going to tell five people he knows or 10 people he knows not to ever do business with them again? I mean, that's just wrong. You can't do stuff like that. No, <laughs> no, no. Especially today. I mean, and that's, that is such a an important takeaway of our conversation today too. Is just, I think, genuinely how how to do business or how to how to uh, how to take care of people, and th and that's where I I truly think you're second to none in that regard, right? Like you you take care of your people, you are you genuinely care about them, right? I think that's a that's a big piece that you know, that compassion piece could be passed along to a lot of shops and, and understanding their customers and, and understanding which customers are good for them. And, you know, even when it comes to the marketing side, which customers do you want to draw in the door? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that kind of stuff, because it, it just really makes, makes life a lot easier when you do it that way. Well, to me, there's, I mean, to me, you don't need contracts if you have good, good customer service. Yeah. I get that conversation all the time. Like, well, do you, do you have contracts? I'm like, no. Well, why don't you have contracts? It's because I don't need contracts. But why? I said, because if I deliver good service, then you're going to stay. And if you need to get out, then you need to get out. And why would I keep you if you don't want to stay? Right. Well, that's a good, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. I'm like, well, yeah. And like during COVID-19, we had customers that we had some really, 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 really good customers that were in the top 100, even for Jasper, that had to close their doors because of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So we left their websites up, but there's a little information up there that, you know, we're closed because of COVID until, until XYZ day, we'll let you know when. And put all the information up there for them, kept their websites up, kept their services up, and didn't charge them anything because they were closed. So why would we charge them for when they're closed? That is awesome. So when we just alleviate their bills, I said, look, you let me know when you're back open again, and we'll go ahead and, and we'll, and as soon as you get open, you get everything caught back up again, call me because I want you to be able to pay your guys first because your team's more important than this bill is. And they're like, well, you, you're going to do that? Like, well, yeah, why would I not do that? Exactly. I don't understand why I wouldn't. It's COVID-19. I mean, uh, is it not everybody else doing that too? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I, I don't think so, that Mary. Norm? I, That's not the norm. Why is that not the norm? I I, uh, I think if you were to uh, talk to your utilities company or somebody like that, they, they might not agree with you as much. <laughs> State Farm, well, State Farm Insurance actually gave you a discount on your insurance. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. I'm like, see, State Farm did something. Well, and that's, I, I think they, from a marketing perspective too, yeah. they, they get that piece of it, right? That, hey, you know what? Maybe our claims are going to be down because people might not be traveling as much or they're not mm -hmm. doing as much. Um, so, you know, why not turn that into a nice marketing campaign to where you can kind of, you can spin it. You're, you're probably going to do it anyways. Uh, you know, you, you might as well uh, try to try to get some uh notoriety out of it. So I, I think they did a really nice job with that. They did a good job with that. The big thing for me though, is everybody thinks it's so difficult to be online. It's so difficult to change things up and it's really not difficult at all. That is the true secret of life. I think, I mean, they really, really, really think it's so difficult. Oh my God, it's going to be hard. It's going to be so hard. It's going to take me forever to get this done. I'm, I'm going to have to put out so much energy to get things changed up and to do something online. I'm like, it takes no time at all. Hmm. You know, I mean, if, if you can't come to my office and do it here and be with me like for two weeks, I can't get that done. I'm like, it, it takes no time at all. <laughs> I, I promise you the output of energy on your end will be minimal at best and you'll like it. And if you don't like it, we'll change it till you like it. And it's very, very, very easy. I promise you, you won't, you'll be the number one comment is, oh my God, that was easy. I can't, I can't, I can't believe how easy that was. Why did I not know that before? I said, because you weren't doing business with someone that wanted to make it easy for you. Yeah. And because it's really, it's never been that difficult to do to begin with. And for us, I mean, we, like I said, with the, the programming that my IT guy does is so awesome. And the custom programming that we built around this program so that where it could be easy, you know, he's like, he kept saying, well, that's not how, that's not how you do that. It's, that's not, that's not how that's done. That's, that's not how it's done at all. I'm like, well, it should be. And so we built programs to make it that way so that we could do it easy. So we could do it affordable. And then as soon as we got that done, we, we, 
delivered that product and had it available. Mm. Because why shouldn't it be that easy? I mean, that's what IT is all about is making things easy, right? Yeah. So going, that's my mindset. So that's how we did it. No, and then data is king, so why not put data on your website? Why not continue to put data on your website? Why not make the website the key and have everything come from the website versus backwards putting Facebook into the website? It should be, everything should feed from the website. I love that. I mean, that's just where it needs to be. I mean, all the information needs to be there. When, when you talk data, what, what are you talking about? Like, okay, anything happens, if you want to talk about information about um, CV joints or transmissions or engines or tires, is it too early to change your tires? What about this? You know, or hey, let's give you helpful hints on this. Or let's talk about how, you know, during the holidays, let's give you a holiday salute and say, hey, thank you for being our customer. If you're going to be traveling during the holidays, visit family, if you have any kind of concern about your car, come on, let's check it out for you because we want to make sure you're safe because you're important to us. Hmm. All that stuff should come from the website and feed into all your social media versus it being backward. You should have automatic on and off dates if it needs to. And you should never archive all that stuff because that's all information. If you archive it, it's not, you can't search it as easy. Right. So it should be right there where you can find it easy peasy. And it should all be personalized to you and have information about you in it. And that should be easy. And so it is. How hard of a time do you have getting the story out of some of these shop owners uh, from, from a standpoint of there, a lot of them aren't overly comfortable talking about themselves or at least in my experience, not, you know, selling to them is almost unnatural at some level and, and being able to, to really put themselves in the spotlight. Uh, do you, do you notice that? And are you able to kind of coax it out of them? Well, it, to me, once you start talking about who, what, and where, and how, and you, you start answering those questions that are just normal questions and stuff, and then you start laughing about stupid stuff, you know, like bourbon, things like that, horses, you know, anything stupid that's, that's off cuff, you know. And I, I need eight minutes, basically. And if I give in eight minutes, usually turns into 20 or 30 because they want to talk about something else, or they talk about boats or fishing or the weather or something else <laughs> that's going on down there, you know, or anything that's happening in their world. If you ask them questions about themselves that's not related to a sales piece, they'll start talking about anything because they're proud of what they've done and what they've accomplished and how they've done it, you know. So typically, you know, old cars, if you're interested in old cars, you talk about old cars. Because, yeah. I mean, and I like old cars. That's not hard for me. I like, I like the water. I like boats. And I like vacation. And I like horses. And I like bourbon. It's all easy. So, I mean, if you start talking about things that they like, all the rest of it starts coming out. You have, to, you have to establish a, a basis of trust and a basis of conversation. And then from there, the rest of the conversation is easy. I love that. For me, at least. Too. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, uh, you, you, you take a, a, a genuine interest and a, and a care into your, your clients. And I think that shows in the websites that you do. And I, uh, I, again, I, I can't tell you how much I applaud what you're doing and how much kind of a, a, a a role model you are to me in terms of what to live up to for, for a business and, and what to, you know, really, yeah. I mean, we, we've, we have a long way to go too. Right. And I think we're always trying to, to make it better and trying to make the process better. And I, I think you have to core, always do that. If you're not, if you're not trying to make it better every day, then, then you're, then you're, you need to stop completely. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I think what you're doing is so valuable as well, because the technicians themselves are always looking for what they can do and, and where they need to be and how they need to do it. And the shop owners don't always know what their technicians are thinking. So opening up that dialogue between the two of them is going to help stop all kinds of issues. Yeah, I, I hope so. And I, I think that's, that's the cool part about all of, uh, all of the friends that we, you know, the, both you and I have throughout the industry is that by bringing everybody into the fold, we can make an impact and we can have, you know, a, a change in the industry that maybe you or I can't do on our own, but really as a collective, mm -hmm. be able to be able to get some things changed. Right. And I, I think that's, you know, that ultimately, I, I think it's so funny how this, this conversation came together in, in tying it to similar to what we do, to what you do and, and really, being able, you have a unique ability to be able to tell somebody's story. And, and that is such a, you know, such an important piece for these businesses that both you and I work with, that I think you, you having the ability to get that out of them, get that onto a website so that they can really sell themselves, figure out what's unique about them and, and help, you know, that, that to me is just such a, uh, an important and, and under, 
undervalued step. So I, I, uh, I've, I've enjoyed our conversation today, Mary, and I think you and I could probably go on for about a day on a lot of this stuff. Well, the big thing for us, to me, is to make sure that the shops, the shops today have got more opportunity than they've ever had before because they're able to find technicians easier. They're able to streamline their expenses. In the old days, they had to advertise in the newspaper, they had to advertise on the radio, they had to advertise in yellow pages. And now all they really need to do is effectively be online and talk and, and talk about who, what, and where online. And they can do that for a fraction of the cost of what they could do before. So they can cut their costs and make more money, you know? Yeah. And so I, if they can do those things like they need to, then theoretically and, and realistically, they can be more efficient and they can offer their opportunities to, to more people, you know? I tell you what, it's it's much more than a website uh, as to what you do. And I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy listening to what you had to say. And and if they want to get in touch with you, Marion, how, how do they get in touch with you? They can go to jasperwebsites.com or they can call my cell phone like everybody else does, just 270-339-4176. <laughs> We'll uh, we'll make sure to get that in the show notes and and uh, and try to uh, try to send some folks your way. I think I, again, I think the world of what you're doing and thank you. And um, I uh, it was a true pleasure to have you on the show today. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Look forward to talking to you some more. Thank you, Marion. That was Marion Miller. Uh, as you can tell, uh, just a ball of energy and a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, really enjoyed my conversation there. If you want to listen to this podcast, you can listen to it anywhere uh, that you find podcasts at, along with all of the other guests that we've had on Beyond the Wrench. And uh, and really, the, the podcast has grown. So if you could go out, hit subscribe, and uh, and be able to listen to all of these experts like Marion Talk. Uh, lastly, for today, uh, is just a reminder about our Wrenchway Insiders program. Uh, really cool program aimed at getting some of that feedback from industry uh, easily, uh, e it's easy to get on, uh, go to wrenchway.com and, uh, click on the resources tab. You'll see Wrenchway insiders. It's a really, really easy way to give feedback, uh, to us so that we can help teach the industry and help educate the industry on what technicians truly think. Thank you so much for joining beyond the wrench and have a great day.